People often complain, when I speak, no one really listens. The story is told of Franklin Roosevelt, who often endured long receiving lines at the White House, complaining that no one really listened to anything that he said. One day during a reception, he decided to try an experiment. To each person who came down the line, he shook their hand, he smiled, and he murmured to them, I murdered my grandmother this morning. <laughs> the guest responded with phrases like, marvelous, keep up the good work, we're proud of you, God bless you, sir. It was not till near the end of the line, while greeting the ambassador from Bolivia, that his words were actually cared heard and nonplussed, the ambassador leaned forward and whispered, I'm sure she had it coming. <laughs> Sometimes people complain, when I speak, people misunderstand me. Two men were sitting on a riverbank. The night was still, except for the sound of a chorus of crickets. One of the men commented, crickets sure do sing. The other one answered, yep, they sure do. As he was saying this, he heard the sounds of a choir rehearsing in a nearby church. Sure is beautiful music, isn't it, he said. And the first man, lost in thought, replied, and to think they do it by rubbing their legs together. <laughs> if we have that much difficulty with people right beside us, is it any wonder that we have problems hearing God? Do you know what some of the most important words in the Bible are? And God said. For you see, nothing is more important to you and to me than we understand that God wants to talk to us and that we can actually hear him if we just tune in. Jesus said in Matthew 13 verse 9, whoever has ears, let them hear. Jesus had just told a parable to get the crowd to consider their own hearts. You see, he didn't want them just to come and observe what he was doing or to only be seeking miracles, but to really consider the implications of what he said and what he did. He knew most of their hearts were calloused and insensitive, so that even as they saw miracles and heard the good news, well, they didn't really benefit. And so Jesus accurately describes the hearts of the people in the crowd before him. And he's using an illustration that would be very f familiar to them. There was a farmer who goes out to sow seed. And as he went out to sow seed, he scattered it all over different types of soil. Now, back in the Middle East in the days of Jesus, when they planted seeds, they did what was called broadcasting. A farmer would have a pouch on his side filled with seed, and as he walked through the field which he'd already tilled, he would toss out his seed, scattering it. Now, I want to just tell you a wee story here, a wee aside. When I was doing my training uh, in a rural parish, three, three churches, uh, Stronfingen and Burst, uh, we were in the middle of countryside, farms all around us. And one day the minister was preaching on this uh, particular passage. And he put on the front of the order of service a picture of a farmer sowing seed from his side. And at the end of the service, the number of farmers who came up and said to us, it's not possible for that farmer to have sowed that seed because he has his basket at this side and he has this, he has 
this leg going out at the same time, and therefore he can't put his hand in, and so he has to, it has to be the other way round. He has to do this. <laughs> and this was the full focus of the sermon for them, that we'd got the illustration on the front of the order of service wrong. And I always remember it. So every time I read this story, I can visualize now the farmer. And if he was doing it wrong, he was doing it wrong. I also, one of the books that I brought um, has a story. It's called Jesus for Children. And the way they have told the story of the parable of the seeds and the sower is called The Sower with Silly Walks. And uh, when I tell this story to children, I tend to have them out following me round the hall uh, as we do this, sowing seed, uh, as we listen to birds singing and as we listen to people chatting on the side of the road. But you have to know that this particular farmer didn't go out purposely to sow seed in different places. He was sowing his field. He was scattering the seed and it fell in different places. Now, obviously, some of this seed, because he was doing it purposefully, was going to fall on the good soil, the soil he had prepared. But some of it doesn't. And Jesus says that the four soils he talks about represents the attitudes of people's hearts. But I don't want you and I to think that we're just one particular type of soil because actually all of us can be all of these types of soil at different times. Because the truth is that we can vary from time to time. Sometimes we're very open to God, to what he wants to say to us. But sometimes, sometimes we're very closed 